millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, remember, you can catch me on Drive tonight or today, 4pm, alongside the sneaker freak that is Darren Bent. Now, we start the poddy thing with last night's football. And of course, a number of British teams involved in both the Europa League and Europa Conference League. Here's how it sounded on the TalkSport network. been one of those incredible games that really has it's Marseille 2 Brighton 2 and it's a penalty as well Tarek Lamptey being brought down and Yao Pedro has taken it and he has scored all square on the south of France Marseille 2 Brighton 2 after uh, the defeat uh, 6-1 in uh, Villa Park and the second goal to close the, the first half 2-0 this reaction uh, is uh, incredible it's great and uh, and for it, I'm very, I'm very happy. Swung in, and this time, headed it off the bar by Naif again. And West Ham United back in front. James Ward-Prowse with the scintillating delivery from the set-piece. West Ham United become history-makers, record-breakers. The first team in English football history to go 17 successive European games unbeaten. A rapid counter-attack from Liverpool. Diaz did really well because he was going to ground, but he managed to just swivel and get the ball to Jota, who broke into the area and slid past Marie to make it 2-0. Liverpool 2, Royal Union Saint-Gilles 1-0. Made it a vintage, whatever you want to call it, uh, mature, um, professional performance. Got the result uh, we wanted. Plenty of positives, but yes. It could have been better as well, so um, and it, it, we, we should better play better. What an absolute mess Michael Beale has left Rangers in. Aris Limassol 2, Rangers 1. It's Aston Villa 1, Shrinsky 0. John McGinn in front of the Holt end has surely won this game late, late on. John, never in doubt that, eh? Uh, no, it was. It was in doubt. Um, I remember looking at the clock thinking... If this was a Premier League game, there would be 12, 13 minutes added, so I uh, had to speed things up a bit, but at the same time, be patient, get it wide, stop snapping at things, which we, we were snatching at shots, shooting when we wished to be passing and just making wrong decisions, but thankfully, in the end, we, we got there in, in, in a big goal. Now, yesterday, England manager Gareth Southgate named his latest squad. Here he is catching up with TalkSport's fake Carruthers ahead of the upcoming international break. Gareth, it only feels like yesterday that we were talking in a in a tunnel at Hampden Park, um, and here we go again in in October. 
Looking at the squad, not too many changes. Most of them in for, in fact, all of them enforced, but some big players back as well. Um, how did the conversations with uh, Jared Burren and Ollie Watkins go? Because they've been in such fantastic form over the last few weeks. Yeah, I haven't actually spoken to them yet. I've left that for their club managers to do. It's always a nice thing, I think, for a club manager to be able to do. So um, I, I know we know both the players well. We've worked with them before and um, they're both in good form. So although... We feel continuity is a good thing. It's it's what's helped us to build a very strong team bond. We always want opportunity for players that are doing well as well. And um, I think also with the um, injuries to Eze and Callum Wilson, there there has been a space there as well. Yeah, difficult for some players to, to break in, as we discussed last time. And one of those that, that we spoke about again was James Ward-Prowse, who's, who's had a brilliant start to life at, at West Ham. And there's going to be a lot of Hammers fans, as there always are, asking why he hasn't been included in the squad when other players who you regularly call up but maybe aren't getting as many min- minutes are. But what's the reason for that? Well, it depends who they're comparing and who they're saying we should leave out, really. But um, we had as you said, not so long ago, two very good performances. We left uh, Hampden Park um, on the back of a really good performance and uh, we we didn't really feel that that area of the pitch was one uh, we were looking to change. Um, we know Prowse inside out. He was our captain at under-21 level, um, so we love we love the boy. Um, and, um, yeah, we, we're very conscious if um, if we have any issues, then he's a... He's a a great guy that can come in and, uh, and and do a job. There's no question about that. That left back position seems to be a constant headache in terms of injuries. Um, but you have got Levi Colwell, who's playing mm. regularly for Chelsea at left back, which is great. We know the job that Kieran Trippier can, can can do. Is there anyone else that you've got your eye on as well in case that does become a problem come mm. next summer? Well, we're we're, we're clearly there's Tyreek Mitchell. Um, if you're looking at the Premier League. Um, Dan Byrne uh, Ashley Young is still playing um, Rico Henry of course looks like he's out for the season as well so there aren't many left-footed left-backs um, and uh, you know we, we feel that uh, Kieran we know can do a strong job there for us Levi is doing well there there are other centre-backs who can play in full-back areas and at the moment that, that we feel is probably the best solution to that to that problem now, earlier this week, FIFA confirmed that the 2030 World Cup, or the Half Past Eight World Cup, as I like to call it, is being hosted across six countries in three continents. Yep, I know, barking. Here's how White and Jordan reacted to that mad news. I read with interest this morning, FIFA, are they really suggesting this? More than suggesting it, they've announced it. That the 2030 World Cup, I'll probably be long gone by then, to everybody's uh, We can but hope. The 2030 World Cup will be held in six countries. So what are they talking about here? Six countries? Yes. Yes. But with three matches played in South America to mark the centenary of the original tournament in Uruguay. Uruguay. Can you believe this? Who won it? You were there, weren't you? I was there. Well, I've been to Uruguay. I've been to Montevideo. Montevideo. The opening three matches of the 2030 tournament will be played in South America. The first in the aforementioned Uruguayan capital, Montevideo, followed by Argentina hosting a game in Buenos Aires. Yes. And a third fixture in the Paraguayan capital city, which you and I both know, is Asuncion. Of course. And then thereafter, the six teams involved in those games will fly across the Atlantic with the rest of the tournament shared between Morocco, Portugal and Spain. Yes. 
anyone thinking of the fans here? Well, more fans will get to see it in different regions. Oh, oh sure. If they've got healthy bank balances. Are you kidding? Well, no. I mean, ultimately, you'll get a group of fans that are able to <coughs> see certain aspects of it in South America if they're South American Simon, fans. Simon, this is nonsense. Well, is it nonsense or isn't it? You know, obviously, Morocco, Portugal and Spain. Mor Portugal and Spain are on the Iberian Peninsula. Morocco is very, very close to Spain. So when we talk about getting into that neck of the woods, we're not talking about because Morocco is categorised as Africa, but it's right on the cusp, right on the... Because I've lived Morocco is categorised as Africa because I know it is, it's in I Africa. I know it's... Uh, but I can see it. I've lived in Spain. I can see it. It's around the corner from Gibraltar. I can see it from where, I, where I've lived. You can see Morocco from your kitchen? Yes, from well, for a telescope, yes. <laughs> but notwithstanding, I can still <laughs> so, see it. Sorry, hang on. Well, I can't see anything else. But I can't see England for a telescope, can I? So it's yeah. obviously geographically close enough so to make Morocco, Portugal, Spain. So you Spain. Stand by the fridge. Look over there. Is Morocco. And you can see... Yeah, you can see the Straits of Gibraltar and you can see Morocco. Categorically. You are kidding me. So you back FIFA's idea this World Cup should be held it. in three it's continents. Not, no, it's not. Well, yes, I understand the three continent argument, but I've just given you one of them being Morocco is geographically quite close to Spain and Portugal. Uh -huh. So it's not that big a deal for Morocco to be. That's, oh, why, I see. that's why it comes out of two continents. Okay. Then, then we make the South America then from we your make, kitchen in Spain. Then we, no, I can't. Right. Then we make. But that's not. That's ridiculous, isn't it? That's a ridiculous. <laughs> not really. You're being silly now. Let's get back into the realms of having a grown up conversation. Okay, but who cares right. about marking the centenary of the original tournament by taking the first game to Uruguay? FIFA. Their World but, Cup. When they hijacked it and turned it away from being the Jules Rimet Trophy into the FIFA World Cup, they became uh, the uh, authoritative outlook. When they rock into town and it becomes FIFA law in 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 countries that host the FIFA World Cup, yeah. you can see the Vatican State mentality that they've got. <laughs> so here they are saying to us that they believe in the interests of this universally accepted greatest competition in the world. Mm. Which I think it is. It is. Olympics is up there. Get it? But the FIFA World Cup because no, of the I engagement. I agree. With it is. Yeah. They want to go back to their roots. Right. Uh, do they? Well, let them. Just well, don't just... play a game there. Well, then what would be the purpose of it? Well, rock up. Have have some. I don't know. Shakira. You know, like me, me, I don't know who's a Uruguayan pop star. Me, I've been to Uruguay. I don't know. Let the, uh, let them have well, something there of a semi spectacular <laughs> nature. Like but what? Who wants to go to Uruguay to play their opening game against Uruguay in the 2030 World Cup because it marks the centenary we, of the original have tournament? We, have we seen who that might be? Are we seeing that there might be a bias towards a particular geographical situation of the country? Are we understanding that the European teams will be going over there and playing in that environment? I see. Or is that another one of the things that you don't know, Luke? It's a nonsense, isn't it? The 2030 World Cup, know, they're proposing, should be played in three different continents but of the again, world. Let's 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 get the continent side of things right. Morocco is very close to to the Iberian Peninsula. It is very close. Have you taken something this morning? No, I'm telling you, it is. Uh -huh. On to my drive time show from yesterday, and me and Bentley were lucky enough to be joined in the studio by superstar Hollywood actor, producer, director, the wonderful Fisher Stevens. And he told us what it was like to work with some of the biggest names on the planet. Let's start with, of course, this wonderful Beckham documentary. Mm. Uh, you had the premiere the other night. It looked fantastic. Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy going to the premieres after the movie? I was, uh, I was terrified. Honestly, I was very nervous. Um, I get, it's like sort of, you know, it's your baby being out in the world for the first time and um, the a lot of the people in the movie were there, and I uh, I had to get up on stage. And it's funny, I'm not nervous on stage because I'm an actor, but when you're making a speech, and I was very shaky, but very relieved at the end because it went really well. 
Is it difficult? One of the I know someone involved in in the the production of it, a friend of yours or mine, and one of the problems I remember him saying to me early on in its yeah. in its infancy was, how do you tell a David Beckham story, one that no one else has really heard before? How difficult was that for you to just work out exactly how you begin it, where it goes, and how it ends? Well, I kind of started with a different idea. I think I'm American, as you can tell by the way I speak. Um, but I was kind of obsessed with working class England and how all these working class kids like David from Chingford um, have to kind of make it. And I did a lot of interviews about making the film. And then I had a three hour interview with David, my first interview. And it was so different than what I had expected that I changed the, the whole approach and the structure sort of of the film and kind of threw that stuff away even though it is interesting but um i just found david's emotion early on the guy the guy hasn't hadn't really you know he doesn't sit for three-hour interviews i don't think he's ever sat for a three-hour interview and he started to emote and he started to speak about things that even i didn't know so then we uh we moved the movie into a different direction and we turned it into a love story a love story about him and his wife, Victoria, him and his family, and him and his love for Sir Alex Ferguson and his love for football. And his love for football is so ingrained and deep in him that we, you know, we shifted the direction of the film and shifted the, the who we were going to interview maybe. And uh, so, it was, but it was difficult. I also want to say that David is not, not judging British people. I love British people, but you guys hold a lot in, right? We're much more out there and we'll talk about all oh, this coffee what uh, you know made me so speedy you should have seen when i went to it but no <laughs> but really like for have to have david kind of go and think about emotions and think about things that happen really also guided me and and you've never seen him do this before and uh, hopefully I think we captured a side of him that no one has ever seen we just wanted the stories Leonardo DiCaprio you mentioned earlier one is a good palio great palios I heard yeah can I ask he's well, he you, got me the Beckham gig right so it's a pretty you good time him now no I'm not no I'm, I'm out of curiosity no you? he would not pick up a FaceTime I can text him and he texts me but no he's great I mean he's he's another one I mean you know for someone who's so famous he's very down to earth in a lot of ways mm. um and he really did hook me up uh, with this gig, but but we uh, yeah we went around the we were in some crazy places together mm. uh, and interviewing some very interesting people. Is he? Uh, he we're gonna have to let you go now. Is he as good looking in real life? Because I've met Beckham a few times, and I was just I thought like, he looked like a Hollywood film star. Bex, he's just incredible. Is yeah. it the same with Leo? And yeah, the rest I mean of that neither game? one of them are you know like me as good looking as I am but um they uh, try saying no, that without smiling <laughs> <laughs> joking um yeah no they're both they're both uh, they both have that incredible movie star that quality. Factor, yeah. yeah Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. On to the breakfast show now. And Chelsea legend Frank Luboff joined Natalie Sawyer and Gabby Agbonhor to discuss the current state of his former team. We're going to obviously focus very much on Chelsea and the season that they've had. Good victory on Monday night against Fulham, what, but it's still been a bit of a dodgy start from Maurizio Pochettino. Um, what do you, what have you yourself made of it? Well, I think um, I didn't expect anything much, you know, at the beginning of the season because uh, we know that it was it was a real mess with all the players they had, uh, and I think there weren't any chemistry between them between them because of uh, the type of player that they decided to to get. They're mostly inexperienced players. They're definitely talented, but they have to grow, and uh, and um, it takes some time to uh, to get the result that uh, that that you want sometimes. And uh, and for those players, it's uh, it's going to take a long time to uh, to see them being the uh, the best of uh, uh, of themselves. And uh, and to and this season, I saw so many experienced players leaving um, Kovacic, Kante, for example. Mm-hmm. And they haven't been replaced in the middle of the park. So, uh, um, I, and I already said in uh, in July that it's going to be very difficult for them to get results because because you 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 don't play in the present, you play in the future with those players. So it's complicated, and uh, we still, well, Chelsea still didn't resolve the 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 main problem, getting a striker. <sighs> Frank, when you look at the squad of players and you see the struggles that they've had. How long will these Chelsea fans accept not finishing in top four? Is that the minimum this season of a top four finish? Uh, yeah, but it won't happen. I don't see it happening. Uh, if Chelsea finishes uh, right now, Chelsea is a mid-table club. Uh, you, you have to, you have to be, you have to be realistic. You have to stop dreaming. Um, Compared to any other club, you know, uh, it's getting better right now because they had two results, good results in Carabao Cup and and uh, in the Premier League. But we're going to see against Arsenal um, very soon how it works. But really, uh, again, if fi- some fans are expecting Chelsea to finish in the in the first four, uh, well, they really um, I would be very surprised. And for me, they're real uh, dreamers.
Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast. From there will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts. First in the morning, do what we got to do together. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. Above all, be safe. We'll be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.